Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us, me, on this episode of Thrive Through Marketing, talking about something today that honestly comes up so often with clients, in the digital space, this idea of creating blog content that actually has impact, that actually supports your ROI, that actually drives results. I think so often blog content of all of the organic marketing efforts, blog content tends to get the worst rap, I think, because it is it can be difficult to track success But the bigger issue is that more often than not, I see businesses, they aren't doing it well for a lot of reasons. They don't have the knowledge of how to do it well. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that. They don't have a, a plan and they aren't committed to it. It's like something that they half-heartedly did for six months and and they didn't quote-unquote see results, and so they just stopped doing it. Now, here's the thing. Blog content, and, and when I say blog content, I mean just educational content on your website. I think when you say, I don't think I know, when we say blog content, I think people get the wrong idea. They think of this really thin, sort of like old school content, like, like that blogs are like, they don't, you know, are dinosaurs. This this old version of blogging, like maybe Tumblr. And I know sometimes when I talk to clients about it, they're like, oh, well, you know, we need more than that. Or, or do people even read blogs anymore? And it's really, we just have to think about it as thorough, in-depth, value-based, education-based content that happens to live on your blog. That, that's what I'm talking about here. This type of content is extremely valuable, especially in the mental wellness space. And the number one reason is because people are searching about mental wellness online. Google released some numbers, and I actually, unfortunately, don't have them right in front of me right now. But the most important thing to know is searches for things like healing, mental wellness, mental health have been on the rise since the start of 2020. And they are only increasing every year. These these searches have exponentially increased in the number of searches that are being done around these terms and in this wellness, especially the mental wellness space specifically. So people are searching for things that you have to offer, your knowledge, what you can provide them. And if you're not creating content and you're not doing it well, you're missing this massive opportunity to get in front of these customers. And guess who's getting in front of them? Your competition. So creating content and creating it in a way that truly has an impact, 
literally opens you up to an entirely new stream of customers that you haven't been tapping into. And this also goes for those of you who maybe have like 50,000 organic visits a month. But then when we look at what's driving people to your site, it's all branded keywords. And so there's this whole massive group of your audience that don't know about your brand. They don't know your name. They don't know you exist yet, but they need the expertise that you have to offer. And they would probably really like your product or service. That's what really great blog content can do for you. So how do you create that really great content? Well, this is what I help my clients do, but I'm going to give you some secrets, some tidbits today to help you maybe start creating better blog content so that you can really have an impact, drive customers, drive leads, whatever that bottom line is for you and your business. Step one, or the first piece of really great content is having a clear goal for each piece. And this doesn't have to be as specific as like, I want this blog post to get us five customers, but more like a qualitative goal. Like we want to represent the unique value, this unique value of our brand. Or we want to make sure that we're highlighting our founder's story. Having a specific focus. This is just one way to make sure that you're not just creating content to create it, but you're creating it with a clear goal in mind. Second piece that's incredibly important. This is actually really number one above all else. If you really want to have an impact with your content is it needs to be SEO optimized. That means it needs to be formatted properly. On-page optimization needs to be, needs to be done correctly. And most importantly, it needs to be based on the foundation of a keyword. And the way you choose keywords, you can find this anywhere you look online, is you're looking for key terms that are hyper-relevant to your audience and that are also high search volume and low competition. There are lots of tools out there that can do that for you, that can help you find those keywords. But this is the most important piece of on-page SEO optimization. And the, there are two reasons why. One, because having this keyword appropriately spread out through your content and having your content built around it gives your content focus and it helps Google understand what this article is about and how they should rank it. Because Google's goal, all search engines, but let's be honest, Google is the number one, is to provide searchers with the most relevant and appropriate um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like response. So when someone types in mental health for new moms, Google wants to make sure that it's finding the absolute best websites, pages, pieces of content for that query. And so having a keyword helps them understand, oh, that's what this page is about. And so now we're going to start ranking it. We're going to look at 200 plus other factors, but this is one of the key pieces. The second part of why this is really valuable is because if you're creating content just based on assumptions of what your audience cares about, what they want to read about, you might not be 100% correct. I can't tell you how many times I have done keyword research for clients and I search something that I think for sure is going to have a lot of searches. It's going to be a great term for us. But then 
I search it, I do the research, and actually there are no searches for it. Or there are a lot of searches, but it's extremely high competition. Like we're never going to rank for this. The only people ranking for this is going to be like Forbes and Entrepreneur and sites with really high authority. So the value in doing that research is that we then shift our focus. So we might want to talk about this, but we need to find a better way to talk about it, which brings us to the next piece, which is creating content that's very, very niche. This is something I talk about a lot because it's so important, especially in creating content. If you're creating content on general topics, not only is it probably going to be difficult to rank for because the key terms you're focused on are probably too broad and so they're extremely difficult to rank for, but you're not going to appeal to your specific audience. The only way you're going to get that click, you're going to earn that click in search is if your ideal customer sees that and says, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I am I am a new mom and I do want to use meditation for my self-care. So I'm going to click the article that says five ways to meditate as a new mom to boost self-care. I'm just making, <laughs> literally making this up as I go versus the five meditations for self-care. The one for new moms is the one the new mom is probably going to click. And so we want to create the content that's hyper-specific to your audience. And keywords helps us find that more niche focus, gives us an opportunity to really hone in, not only on the keyword that's most appropriate for our audience, but that we can actually rank for. Another way to make sure your content is really effective and impactful is to create it based on what your community really cares about. And we were just talking about that in terms of figuring out what they're searching for. And that's one piece of it. But also figuring out, and there's a couple of ways we can do this, what is most helpful for them. So we can use a tool like the polling feature on Instagram to say, what do you care about more, this or this? What topic feels most important to you moving into the new year, this or this? And with polls, now you can choose, a, you can put multiple options. I think you could probably put up to five. If you have a pretty active audience, that's a great way to start getting a sense for what they care about. Another way to do that is to talk to your sales team and your client management team or your your customer accounts team. This gives you two different things to think about. Your sales team has a sense for what people are asking before their customers. What are their concerns? What are their questions? What are they struggling with? And then your accounts team can talk to them once they are customers and get a sense of, okay, now that you have this solution, what else are you working on? What else is coming up for you? So you're kind of, you can create content that's covering your customer base from all angles. And it's going to give you lots of different topics. And this might even help you come up with content at different different, um aspects of the funnel, like at more of the, your sales team might have great ideas for people that are more at the like initial sort of just researching stage versus your accounts team might have content that might be like the content that puts them over the edge. You're more middle of the funnel content. And another way to do this is to look at your, look at your ads. If you're running paid ads, what ads are converting? And then what are the themes that you see consistently through those ads? That's obviously what your customers and potential customers and clients care about because they care enough to click on an ad. So 
really tapping into what does your community really care about? And then use that as your basis for your keyword research, which is then the basis for the topics that you write about. And then, you know, ultimately the basis for the content itself. Now, the really important piece that I see is missing is distribution. If you want your content to have impact, you can't just write it. You have to actually put it out there in the world. And this is where I talk a lot about having an integrated content strategy where you have your blog content and that feeds down into the rest of the content that you create. If your blog content is, I like to think of your, the top of, it's an upside down pyramid and, and the top of it is like the stuff that you create the most of. And if you're creating blog content consistently, and when I work with clients, I recommend creating four blog posts a month. <clears throat> That's often like the, the thickest, most thorough content you're creating each month. And then from there, you can pull out your email newsletter themes, your social media posts, your um, YouTube video content, your podcast content. And so that blog content serves as the foundation for everything else that you create throughout the month. But if you don't think of it that way and you don't distribute that content on social, talk about it on your podcast, feature it you know, in your email newsletters, you're not going to get people to the, the blog posts and it's not going to have the impact that you want it to have. Well, ultimately, people hopefully will be coming to the blog post from organic. That's the whole point of the SEO optimization. We can give it a little nudge and we can even use it as a sales tool, creating content based on questions you know potential customers are asking and then sending those out to the segment of your audience through email that aren't customers yet might that might be the thing that tips them over the edge and gets them to become a customer or client. Which brings in another really important piece, which is, are your blog posts, is this content optimized for conversion? What I mean is, do you have a form within the blog content? Do you have an image that stands out that encourages them to go check out your membership? Do you have something that they can download to get them into your funnel? Maybe if a softer conversion, something free for them. Every single blog post needs to have a conversion opportunity in whatever way that works best for your business. And it's different for everyone. That might be a pop-up. For me, for a lot of businesses that I've done this work for, I've seen a pop-up, as obnoxious as it might feel for us, actually works really well in driving conversions. So creating that conversion point in every single blog post is what's going to help you, you know, as we were talking about a second ago, convert those potential, those people that know your brand, that they've been in touch with you, they've been on your email list. A great blog post with the spot for them to convert might be just what gets them to do it. And finally, choosing topics around your offerings in a way that you can naturally reference what you do well in your content. This is a really great way to sell what you offer without coming out with the hard sell. So for example, a client that I work with right now, <clears throat> we were just talking, we were doing a blog post about um, finding oh uh, travel workouts. And this was a really easy way for us to weave in the benefits of their Pilates app. Because we could say, 
oh, and standing workouts are great when you're on the go because you don't need equipment and you don't need a mat. By the way, we actually have a ton of standing workouts in our app. So go check it out. And it's going to make your your travel workout so much easier and more effective. That's like one very small example. But I think you get what I mean. Building your content around what you naturally offer and provide gives you the opportunity to then reference it within the content. So it feels natural to them. And it also sort of like tees up the get in touch with us, download our app, download this, this thing, book a call. So with that in mind, the final piece I'll say is really having clarity with what you want to achieve with your blog content. That might be booking a call. That might be getting someone to join your 14-day free trial of your app. That might be getting them to buy a product. Knowing what you want to achieve. That's why when I plan content for my clients in our content calendar, we have a spot for every piece where we specify what the call to action is for that. So we know when we're creating the content, exactly the thing that we would like someone to do when they land on it. Critical, mission critical, creating content. We're not just doing this to educate, we are. We are doing it to provide value, to be authentic, to get in front of the customer or client, but we're also doing it because we're running a business. And so we have to think about it in terms of what we can and want to achieve through this piece of content in terms of bottom line. And that's one of the biggest pieces that I see missing. And then I see people don't even really know is like an option, right? They just think, oh, blog content is just like, it's just content. It's just education. But it's education. And when we provide really good value and really good education, they're going to want to convert. So let's make it really easy for them to do that. So they don't have to go searching through your website or go to your homepage to do that. They can do it right from the blog post. So if if you've been creating blog content, I hope that this episode is helping you sort of maybe shift your strategy a little bit. If it's something that you've been wanting to do or you're doing and you feel like we don't have the resources in-house to make that happen, we really need support with strategy, that's where I come in. I help clients big and small, create this strategy and even execute it. My team and I can execute it as well. And we work on a minimum of a six-month engagement so that we really get to know your brand and your voice. That's one of the most important pieces. And we also give it time to work because organic content creation takes three to six plus months for us to really see those results that show us that it's working. No matter what, I hope this gives you something to think about Blog content can be an extremely valuable tool in your marketing toolbox in you know as a channel to reach new customers. And especially when you do it well, it can be hugely valuable for tapping into an entirely new stream of customers that you haven't tapped into through social or through email or even through organic when you're only ranking for branded keywords. If you have questions about that, If you'd like support with your strategy, please do reach out. I'm here. You can check me out at my website. You could DM me on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram. I'm on all the places. And if anything, I hope that you just come back and tune in to another episode of Thrive Through Marketing sometime soon. Thanks so much for being here.